If you're spending your early mornings or late evenings chasing your customers for payment, you're not alone. On the Riabu podcast today, we'll pick apart two survey results which indicate that many small businesses in the United Kingdom, at least, and probably elsewhere in the world, are spending an inordinate amount of time trying to get money in the door. Uh, according to this QuickBooks uh, survey, uh, Simon Littlewood, uh, 56.4 million hours a year, uh, equating to about a week um, a year, I suppose. I'm not quite sure how 56.4 million divides into a week. But anyway, that's what the study says, which looked at 500 small businesses and found that more than half chased these late payments outside of regular work hours. Uh, and what was really interesting, I thought, Simon, was also um, in, in terms of the amounts of money involved, 6.3 billion pounds, at any given time, an SME is waiting on nine outstanding payments, with 11% of those more than 200 days late. So 200 days, that's about four, no, 200 days? Six months. Six months, eight and seven months uh, even, right? Okay, a couple of additional statistics from the Federation of Self-Employed and Small Businesses, FSB, which says that uh, about one in three, more than one in three small businesses run into cash flow problems and have to use overdrafts to cover their bills. And if all payments were made on time, 50,000 businesses could be kept open each year. What the statistics in essence show, Simon, is that if you don't get your receivables under control and find a new way of tackling this rather than, you know, sitting there until 10 o'clock at night while your family's having dinner, nothing is going to change. Yes, I mean, to quote the survey, cash is oxygen for small businesses. Um, what's slightly concerning about this is um, the business of chasing payments expanding into your personal time. You know, um, the word chase itself, as you know, because we've talked about it many times, always causes me concern because it kind of implies that you're already behind the eight ball and the payment is already late. And, and it's the customer's fault. Yeah. Uh, maybe, um, but it, it certainly has that sense. I'm chasing you because you didn't do something, and that means you're engaging late, and that you have an attitude which is not going to, not going to make it easy to have that discussion. I don't. The other thing, and I, I'm just throwing this out there, is given that the secret to getting paid is normally intimacy with the customer, that is actually talking to the customer and finding out what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's not clear to me how you can chase that after working hours and at weekends. Or early in the morning, No, which means they <laughs> must be writing emails. Yeah. That's the worst part, right? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been like really angry about something and you sat down at your PC and you started hammering out this email and you hit send at like 11 p.m. and then the next morning you look up and you think, oh my God, what did I write in this email? Oh my God, this customer is gonna hate me. So if you are going to chase, Probably the early morning is best, but I, I suppose the whole point of our conversation, Simon, is that while these statistics are nice because they gather nice headlines, the bottom line is if you are chasing, it's already too late. Well, you know, there's a sort of there's an implied background of aut automation here because this is from QuickBooks, and one of the things that modern technology lets you do is unleash an absolute tsunami of reminders uh, <laughs> if you're inclined so to do. The thing is... It, a moment's thought should tell you that that isn't a very effective way of collecting money. I mean, because we all get them and we all ignore them. <laughs> well, particularly if they say, you know, you have seven days to pay. Yeah. Oh, okay, ignore. Yeah. Uh, and often it's, uh, okay, well, here's the, uh, it's now finally, 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 finally due. Can you please pay? And then you think, well, Let's I wait for, wait for the bloke with the pliers to come around. To actually <laughs> or at least the cut the electricity off and then uh, pay him then. Yeah, or something. 
Well, I guess this is the thing about emails and social media messages generally, that people can hide behind not actually having to talk to somebody. Often it's much more comfortable to send an email, even better if it's an automated one. If it's late in the process, um, it, the engagement is not going to be easy. You may find that people are reluctant to talk to you, not because they're necessarily being um, disingenuous, but because they know you're asking for something that they haven't done. So it's, it's an uncomfortable thing. For everyone. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we, we, we've talked about what the solution to this is. For any business under the sun, 80-20 rule, 20% of your customers, 80% of your cash flow, ensure that you talk early and often to those 20% of customers, not after the invoice is overdue, but soon after they get the invoice to make sure they're okay. Um, there are some very concerning statistics here. I mean, the 200 days overdue. I mean, mm. the probability, as you know, the more overdue an invoice is, the lower the probability of payment in full, mm -hmm. and the higher the probability that that will become an a bad debt. Yes. Because if you have a customer who's struggling with cash and you let things roll forward, then you are much, much more exposed. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, indeed, and and that's why you know 200 days. I'm assuming that's just 200 calendar days. If it yeah. was 200 weekdays, that's pretty much a whole year. Yeah. And and I, I guess the other thing to note then is that, uh, you know, think about this from your own pra practical personal circumstances. So there's a there's an invoice that you wrote in what was six months ago, April, right? Yeah. You wrote this invoice in April, and. If you now go and call this customer and say, why haven't you paid your frigging invoice? Excuse the language. Mm. You know, the customer is likely to say, oh, what was this for again? And, and then we'll have to dig out an invoice somewhere. And, and you and I both, Simon, have been in that case where we've invoiced customers. And actually, you yourself don't remember what this thing was for. No. Uh, or whatever the service that was delivered, you know, you delivered the service to somebody who's possibly already left the organization. And therefore, if you wanted to call up and say, did you actually get the service? Yeah, yeah. There's nobody there to answer. Or there were details around the actual costing of it, particularly if it's a combination of product and service that you don't precisely remember. They were crystal clear at the time that you wrote the invoice, mm. but it's just a number and everybody understood what it was for. But as you say now, maybe nobody knows what it's for. Yes. So um, it's just generally a bad thing to get into that situation. Mm. For companies, that, for SMEs that might be listening to this, there are two things to bear in mind. First of all, as far as those really late payments are concerned, get into a relationship with a customer where the amount of money that they owe you is diminishing. That is, if you're continuing to supply them, you do that on the basis that the net amount that they owe you goes down. If you're supplying them, but the amount that they owe you is not going down, then all you're doing is, in essence, feeding their own working capital needs even more. And the second thing is that in order to stop this happening in the future, you need to figure out who the biggest value customers are, top 20%, um, and start getting much closer to them. So don't treat Collections follow-up is something you do after hours as a last resort when you're full of fury by email. <laughs> yes. uh, do it during a healthy working time when people are in the office, uh, in a positive frame of mind, and use it to strengthen your relationship with them by doing it in a, doing it in a service context. You know, I'm talking to you just to check that everything's okay. Did you get the invoice? Was the product okay? Blah, 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 blah. So as to set up a positive dynamic where you tease a prompt payment out of them. Yes. Um, and of course, you can always go to the Riabu website to find out more. Thanks, Simon.